0: The Big Rick Podcast, the best of the biggest interviews from Big Rick in the morning on iHeartRadio, Apple, or Google Podcasts, or anywhere podcasts are heard. See more info now at onairwithrick.com.
1: Good morning, Dylan. How are you?
0: Very well, thanks.
1: You know, uh, Dylan, I've uh, been checking out this book, and uh, one thing that really, really stands out to me, by the way, the book is called The Killing Fields, Aaron Hernandez's Killing Fields. Um, is how the New England Patriots weren't really interacting with Aaron that much. And it seems like a lot of this could have been prevented if they would have intervened.
0: Well, I think that's one of the key takeaways uh, after my years of investigative work on this particular story, is that there was essentially a code of silence that existed. What was apparent was that the New England Patriots, even before they drafted Aaron Hernandez knew that there were issues, knew that he was hanging out with the wrong crowd, knew that he had emotional issues, knew that he often would get very agitated and was seemingly paranoid, yet they still chose to recruit him. What we don't know is the level of support he was given behind the scenes, but one must assume it was very little. If Aaron Hernandez did indeed kill, as our book suggests, four people.
1: Yeah, and it begs the question, I mean, they can say they didn't know, but someone had to know something was
0: going on. Well, to think about it this way, if we trace it all back to when Aaron was 17, he was a Florida Gator, and there was an interaction at a bar with Tim Tebow in which Aaron Hernandez ultimately ended up assaulting uh, the waiter, so much so that he ruptured the waiter's eardrum. Mm. Before police could investigate that case, the witness, the waiter, was paid off and refused to provide testimony to police. And therefore, Aaron Hernandez skated from assault charges. So from a very young and early age, Aaron seemingly had consequence-free behaviour. And one of the most striking points is also the death of Odin Lloyd. Odin Lloyd was killed, and his body left in a dump for people to find. And that begs the question, did Aaron think he could get away with it?
1: You you know, I, I honestly think just from what I've heard about this fascinating story is, yes, I mean, maybe he felt like he was above everybody else as far as being a football player and then in the public eye, no one would think he would do it. Would that be accurate?
0: I think, I think that's a fair assessment to draw.
1: Yeah. Uh, I've also seen in this book that a lot of the star players in the Patriots' locker room, for example, like Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski, d- did not interact with him very much.
0: No, they didn't. And indeed, Tom Brady had expressed his concern about the behavior of Aaron Hernandez. But again, that comes back to the point, if leadership of the New England Patriots believe that there was an issue with Aaron Hernandez and that he was a little off. Mm-hmm. He was a little off the charts or he had an aggressive streak that they should have intervened. And perhaps had they have intervened, then others wouldn't have been murdered or assaulted and Aaron's behaviour would have been course-corrected. Instead, we're now sadly in a situation where he committed suicide and took the lives of so many innocent victims. Yeah. So this is not only a blood a black eye for the NFL. There are individuals with blood on their hands.
1: Yeah. Uh, I've got Dylan Howard on the Goober 95.1 hotline. We're talking about the book Aaron Hernandez's Killing Fields. Uh on the cover of your book, I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory and there's probably even more than this on there, Dylan. It says exposing untold murders. Uh, Cover ups in the NFL's shocking code of silence, which you just referenced. Why don't you dig a little bit more into that for us, real quick?
0: Well, the issue of Aaron, uh, what we know about Aaron is that he killed Odin Lloyd. Uh, he was convicted for the murder of an individual who was very, very close to him. Uh, Odin Lloyd was the fiancé of Aaron's fiancé's sister. Um, he was acquitted of a double murder but told his gay jailhouse lover, Kyle Kennedy, behind bars who I interviewed for many, many hours, that he did indeed kill that, those two individuals. And he told him that he had a fourth body, quote, unquote. And that led us on an investigation to try and establish who that fourth person was. Kyle Kennedy had very little information beyond that confession, but it set us on a path to find other individuals close to Aaron Hernandez. And what we uncovered was a drug dealer who was involved in a transaction with Aaron Hernandez at a cemetery. And uh, later that night, a man in the suburbs of Boston was gunned down execution style. This gentleman had a remarkable resemblance to Odin Lloyd. You would almost think the two of them were twins. The suggestion being that Aaron may have killed this individual, Jordan Miller, in a case of mistaken identity. For 13 days later, Odin Lloyd was murdered. So Aaron wanted Odin Lloyd murdered and potentially had a case of mistaken identity in killing Jordan Miller and then ultimately got to his target in Odin Lloyd. Wow. Wow. Uh,
1: one of the highlights of this book that I'm I'm reading here right now I, I I hadn't noticed this before but you talked about his days in Florida with that assault it says here that Urban Meyer actually gave Aaron Hernandez an ultimatum enter the draft or get cut from the team do you have any details on what led up to that ultimatum?
0: Well the the the, the Gators knew that they had a problem on their hands they were dealing constantly with someone who was getting himself in strife with law enforcement and despite Urban Meyer's best efforts they couldn't. Rehabilitate his behavior, so they forced him into the draft. And what we know is that heading into the draft, scouts knew the issues that were associated with Aaron Hernandez, and that's why he wasn't picked up at a higher number that everyone had expected that he would be. So uh, the issues of Aaron Hernandez were like an open secret in NFL ranks, and that is the code of silence that I talk about in the book.
1: Hmm. Wow, you know it—it it just really floors me that, you know, it's unfortunate that he killed four people, including Odin Lloyd, but, you know, this could have been one of the players on the Patriots. It could have been a player that played for Florida, too. Uh, I mean, it, it sounds like anybody could have agitated him at any time, and it could have led to a, a very deadly result.
0: As you uh, as as you think about it, um, Aaron Hernandez, by virtue of being arrested, uh, he was effectively shut down from committing more crimes. That in itself was a good thing. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that we've ever tapped or scratched the surface of just how violent and brutal Aaron Hernandez was. Mm -hmm. If he was responsible for the murder of four individuals, then you must assume that he was involved in far wider crimes that we may never know about. Yeah, And that is the great tragedy of this situation.
1: One final highlight uh, from your book, it, it seems like it's believed that Aaron had CTE early on as a child, which could have led him to having multiple personalities, which of course could have you know, led to his erratic behavior over the years before his death. Uh, talk about that a little bit.
0: So there's no doubt that Aaron Hernandez, well, Aaron Hernandez had the worst case of CTE of anyone at his age, at age 27. And I've seen photos of, uh, of the scans there is a tennis, size, tennis ball size hole inside his brain. Um, wow. That would suggest that years and years of football, perhaps dating back to high school football, contributed to this medical condition. That is by no way uh, an excuse for his behaviour. Um, and for anyone to suggest that it might well be an excuse for his behaviour is delusional. Yeah. You don't become a cold-blooded killer because of CTE. Certainly it had an adverse effect upon him, but one must take accountability for their actions. And Aaron Hernandez was nothing short of a cold-blooded killer who was able to get away with murders and crimes because he was a star, a football star. Yeah. And the cost of winning was far more important. Yeah. Do, do
1: you think that this, uh, the, the Aaron Hernandez case with the NFL and everything that's happened when he was you know in the nFL w- would it be considered the worst of all time, or would Ray Carruth kind of be in the same territory as him is Is there any comparison there
0: there is a comparison, but i got, I have to say that one of the most striking and remarkable things about Aaron Hernandez is that if he if he killed four people, that would make him a serial killer mm. and it would make him the only serial killer in almost sports history. Wow. And it's hard to fathom that. It's really hard to fathom that. It's such a tragedy to think that these crimes could have been avoided. Instead, now he's being labeled as a serial killer. Wow.
1: I've got... Uh, forgive me, I lost your name there for a second. I've got Dylan Howard on the Goober 95.1 hotline. We're talking about his book, Aaron Hernandez, Killing Fields. Uh, tell me real quick, uh, Dylan, how you went on this journey to write this book, and What and what caught your attention uh, to, to to go down this path as an investigative journalist?
0: Well, I think when you see somebody connected to multiple crimes, there is an automatic suspicion that they may well be even worse than we know. So that was the first thing that attracted me to wanting to look at this case. But then I was in a position to be connected with Kyle Kennedy, the gentleman that I referenced earlier, who was Aaron's confidant. And he agreed to be interviewed by me uh, beginning beginning in September 2017, firstly at the maximum security prison, Sousa Baranowski Correction Centre uh, in Lancaster, Massachusetts, and then later at Old Colony Correctional Facility in Bridgewater, Massachusetts. And spending that time with him um, shed l- remarkable light on the life of Aaron Hernandez and mm-hmm. the final years of Aaron Hernandez. If you believe his lawyer, Jose Byers, the only thing Aaron Hernandez was guilty of was having bad company. He didn't kill Oden Lloyd. He didn't kill the two people in Boston. Well, that's complete BS. Mm-hmm. And Kyle Kennedy says that... Uh, Behind bars, Aaron Hernandez copped to killing those two people in Boston because uh, he simply was in a fit of rage. But he lied under oath in court to avoid the rap.
1: Yeah, it, it feels like once he was arrested and, and jailed, uh, pending you know, the, the trials and all that stuff that he went through, it's, he seemed to really unravel a lot faster uh, when he was in, in prison and in jail.
0: But it still doesn't answer the question as to why he committed suicide. He hanged himself just days after he was acquitted of fatally shooting those two men in Boston. Mm-hmm. And and it it does beg the question, and it's the, the, the one remaining unanswered question in all of this tragedy, is why did he kill himself having been exonerated, albeit under lies, of those murders and appealing his first murder of Odin Lloyd and potentially seeing daylight from prison. That's the unanswered question that I still can't provide uh, to the readers of this book. That's fascinating. And no one perhaps will ever know.
1: Fascinating stuff. Wow, this is just incredible. It just, when you think you knew the story, <laughs> boom, <laughs> there's so much more to it uh, than what's been put out there. Well, uh, great job on this book. I can't wait to read it more. Dylan Howard and his new book, Aaron Hernandez is Killing Fields, uh, tell them real quick where they can find the book and more details about you.
0: All good bookstores, Amazon, Barnes and & Nobles, and many, many different retailers online.
1: Okay. Uh, Dylan Howard, follow this guy. F- follow his work. He's, he's done other pieces, too, and I'm looking down the list. You, you, you've been uh, awarded a lot of Journalist of the Year awards. A, a terrific job, Dylan Howard. A pleasure to have you on the show today.
0: Thank you for your time. Thanks for listening to the Big Rick Podcast. Remember to subscribe on iHeartRadio, Apple, or Google Podcasts, or anywhere podcasts are heard. See exclusive video interviews and content now with the Big Rick in the Morning YouTube channel. Subscribe now at onairwithrick.com.